Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 5531 800-754-4531 800-754-4531 that's 800-754-4531 Thank you for that, and welcome to another fresh week of Sports Talk. We have had our first Monday here. By the way, I'm Rick Tittle. How you doing? Titillating sports on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. What you got, what you get. The dust is settled on a, well, we still have one more game. Denver at Seattle, the return of Russell Wilson, more drama. But uh, the results are in after week one. Is your season over now? Are you going to the Super Bowl now? But it kind of feels like it if you won or if you lost <laughs> one way or the other, right? So let's talk about it together at the toll-free line, 1-800-878-PLAY. That works all over this great land of ours. 1-800-878-7529. Get you in and get you heard, girl. We're going to have some National Geographic Explorers. Steve Winter and Sharon Gynup for their book, Big Cats. We'll also have Dave Congrove from the Super 16 poll. We'll talk to him about college football. We had some wacky games. We already had one guy get fired. Probably uh, was hanging around a little bit too long there in Lincoln. Director Matt Dias will be here for his new film, uh, The uh, Explorers. Oh, that's right. No big cats today. The big cats are taking a break. Uh, Dave Congrove from College Football. I already did that one. Matt Dias from the UK. His new film, Explorer. We'll also talk a little baseball and football with J.D. Sharp at 11.12 and then 11.40. Comedian Jeremy Alder uh, will join us uh, as well. So uh, once again, we got college football. We got documentary. We got sports. We got comedy. What do we not have Big cats. Other, we can talk about big cats if we want to. One eight hundred eight seven eight play is the number to call around the world on the American Forces Radio Network as well. Great to have you with us. I'm Rick Tittle. We got three hours, so come on back. 
Wendy's new French toast sticks are so delicious, some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast. Excuse me, did you just say Wendy's new French toast sticks are better than my breakfast? Mom, is that you? Answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh-huh. And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free products. Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Whether you're in business or in school, Staples has your tech. How about wireless headphones so I'm not tied to my desk? Staples has your tech. A tablet for when I travel by train? The latest laptop for a soon-to-be summa cum laude? Staples offers tech solutions and accessories for learners, small business, and remote workers, too. From the latest laptops to networking solutions. And now, Apple AirPods Pro are just $199. You save $50. The latest tech solutions are at Staples. The working and learning store ends for 2 Limit 2 while supplies last. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Welcome back to the show. Lines are available. 1-800-87A-PLAY to get in. Not just get in, but get in. 1-800-87A-PLAY. So, uh, how did your team do? (laughs) Are they off to a rampaging start? Uh, Did they get crushed? Did they look rancid? Uh, I'll start off with my... 
who were in L.A. to play the Chargers. And uh, got to say, you know, I, I was someone who when they appointed McDaniel as the head coach, I was like, oh, no. And I get a lot of these blind apologist Raider fans and they're like, no, this guy's a genius. And I said, what about when he has the Bron? The only lock I've ever given out on the air, and I should have taken my own advice, is when the Broncos played the Niners in London and Josh McDaniels flew them in there like a Monday night game. He didn't understand the concept of jet lag. I said, mortgage your house because the Broncos will lose. And then he said, I'll take the Indy job. Then he changed his mind. So I was waiting for this huge offensive production. And I was like, no, I'm not. And I was like, oh, he learned his lessons. The offense was basically non-existent. And uh, Derek Carr looked disinterested and lost and three picks and they still had a chance to win it, which is very disappointing. But let's go to the phone lines. We got the Raider fan in Manhattan, Charlie. What's up, Charlie? Hey, Rick, I've been waiting since uh, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time to vent, so that's why I'm getting in early before you get on with the rest of the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, just I want to talk about the Raider game, the, the, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, uh, the offensive line is clearly – just terrible. Um, six sacks. I was uh, very uh, did not understand. I assume you watched the whole game. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't understand why the Chargers defense that was prone to uh, giving up, uh, not playing well against the run. The whole first half it was basically the car to Devontae Adams show. No running. After that, there's no running attack at all. The offense became more balanced in the second half, and they were more successful moving the ball. Devontae Adams was targeted 17 times yesterday. Mm-hmm. Which, but when you have Waller and Hunter Renfro, and you have these other weapons, and that, you know he came as advertised. But Carr looked, yeah, I, I, you know, his picks, one pick. To Adams was underthrown. He missed Waller in the end zone, and when they were, they had to settle for a field goal. He threw behind him. Uh, another pick by the linebacker, double coverage. Uh, he, uh, you know, but again, like I've said, we've said a million times, just he, he, uh, interceptions aside, he, his. And after nine years, he's not going to turn into a mobile quarterback. But he stands in that pocket way too long, at least yesterday. And I was counting, one Mississippi, two Mississippi. I said, run, move, go to ball. Um, especially knowing that his blind side is, is, or his, the, right, you know, the right side of the line is not strong. I mean, they had to rotate in Luminor. They kept making changes. I mean, even on the last play of the game, it's fourth down. The game is over. Do not take a sack on the last play of the game. Throw yeah. it up. Who cares? Right. Maybe something will happen. Roll out. I, I, I mean, listen, I didn't think they were going to win the game. So, And like you said, they had a chance to win it, even at the end. Uh, the positives, their defense played well in the second half. They made adjustments. Maybe that was more because of Keenan Allen not playing. But their defense held them to three and outs three times in a row. They kept them in the game. 
Uh, Hobbs looked played well. Uh, Crosby had ten tackles. They finally pressured uh, Herbert. They got to get more pressure. Chandler Jones was a no show. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what uh, what else am I missing? Uh, yeah, well, I, just an overall. I, you know, second half when they started running the ball, Jacobs had a five and a half yard carry average. They were moving the ball, but I mean, you know, Carr is that's who 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 he is. I mean. Do you think it was from his lack of not playing in the preseason? I, I think or? I think what it is is the name that you and I have not mentioned yet, and that's Khalil Mack. And the, 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 <laughs> oh yeah, well, there's there's Josh Jacobs, the guy we one of the guys we traded him for, and three sacks. And and Khalil Mack said he said I give credit to the secondary. He goes those are all coverage sacks, and uh, one of them I think he just absolutely. Uh, I mean, you're right. There was, I think, five different combination offensive lines. They'd bring a guy in. They'd take a guy out. They didn't know what they were doing. They sort of ignored the offensive line in the in the uh, offseason. This is the first time the Chargers had three picks and an opener since they were in the AFL, which kind wow. of stinks. But, but I mean, listen, um, Devontae Adams came as advertised, that touchdown catch where he reached out with his hands. I mean, that's just that was a great grab. Great, um, yeah. But there, uh, Carr had that look on his face like he was a little bit lost. And um, and I know a lot of people will, you know, the quarterback gets the blame or the credit one way or the other. But Hunter Renfro, you're right, he is now definitely third choice um, uh, for receiving. And that's okay if we win. Um, but, yeah, it's just sad that Khalil Mack wanted to stay a Raider, and Gruden didn't want to pay him. And then here he is wearing a Charger helmet of all things, winning the game almost single-handedly for them. Yeah, no, I I, I made a mental note to myself. Imagine if the Raiders still still had Khalil Mack and they drafted Derwin James, what this defense would have looked like. Just with, uh, you know, I know they would have not had Jacobs, whoever they got the pick, but I would have gladly given those compensations back for. I mean, I thought Mac was more. I mean, it's only one game, and he's been injury prone the last couple of years. But he, he, you know, yeah, he, he, he was a one-man wrecking crew. I mean, that last couple of sacks, he basically picked up Colton Miller and threw him. I mean, and Miller's our best offensive lineman. And uh, you know, listen, I, I, I know I'm hard on Carr, but he, a couple of those picks were bad, and 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 he just, I don't. I don't know why he – I mean, you tell me, do some quarterbacks just don't want to leave the pocket? They just don't, don't – doesn't like a little – doesn't a little like an alarm go off in your head? I better move. I'm going to get – like <laughs> – You'd like, like to one, think one they the have the eyes in the back of their like head. You know, they're, 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 they're coached to hang in there until the play develops. But, yeah, once the play is developed and it doesn't happen – then you'd think you would want to, I mean, it's funny. Uh, there was a, a rollout play that got called back that looked like they were going to do. I mean, Andre James left in an ambulance. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with I him, know. but yeah, they have I'm a mash that. unit on that old line. So um, I, I think even if we had had Herbert, maybe it wouldn't have worked with that line. No, I, I agree. And, and, and like I said, as much as, uh, you know, I'm happy with what McDaniels and Ziegler are doing, I, I just didn't understand why they did not run the ball in the first half, um, that double reverse play sort of blew up because Carr looked like he didn't like. I, I don't mind those trick plays every once in a while. I sort of like them sprinkled in, and McDaniel's been known to do that every once in a while. He's flea flickers and stuff, but th- that 
particular play, that, that took them right out. of That was a drive. They were moving the ball, and they lost 10 yards on that. Uh, yeah, I, you know, it's one game, you know, but next week, is, you know, you don't want to go 0 2 because that, and then how many, what are the percentages of your team making the playoffs after an 0 2 start? I think it's way down, you know, your, your, your chances just drop. But, I mean, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, it's, it's one game, but I, I would expect Carr to play a lot better next week against uh, the Cardinals. But um, Let's hope so. They lost, too, so they're going to be raring mad, but let's just no, see what happens one way or the other. Yeah, it was, uh, it, was, it was a very flat game, but it was still there to win, so it's disappointing. Charlie, yeah. thanks for All the right. call, man. See you later, buddy. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Byline. Anders geben, diesem Land habe ich Treue geschworen, bin geboren in der Pfalz. Ich lieb dich nun mal, jeden Berg, jedes Tal, Heimatland, du mein schönes Pfälzerland. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access. No cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text Franchise 123 to 63566. Text Franchise 123 to 63566. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. 
Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you I, very I, much. Don't for that. interrupt me, please. Thank you. <laughs> You must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. All right. Thank you for that. And uh, Charlie getting us started. 1-800-878-PLAY. Come on in and get heard. So the starting off 0-1. Also staying here a little bit local. <clears throat> kind of local. Well, very local. The Niners, who a lot of people think or maybe a team that could win the NFC. Uh, I haven't said that. I love their defense, but I'm not sold on Trey Lance. Now, I said this before the game. I still picked the Niners to win because I thought the Bears would be one of the very worst teams in the NFL. I'm not a big fan of Justin Fields. I don't know what it is about Ohio State quarterbacks, but this is, I mean, I was a huge Dwayne Haskin guy. God rest his soul. Huge fan of that kid. And it didn't work out for him. But, you know, the Bears taking fields. Remember, it was the same draft where the Niners traded three first-round picks to go up and get Trey Lance out of the Dakotas. And uh, this was going to be the guy that uh, Kyle Shanahan would not pass on like he did with Patrick Mahomes. And so all Jimmy G has done is taken the Niners to the Super Bowl in another NFC title game, but that ain't good enough. And so all offseason, even Kyle himself was saying, well, that's pretty much it for Jimmy G. He ain't going to be here no more, that exact grammar. And yet, he's still on the team, taking a massive pay cut to be a backup. Now, we'll get to, uh, I mean, he is the hot commodity right now if you're looking for a QB. And if you think about Dallas with Dak Prescott being out maybe two months, we'll get to that in a minute. See if uh, Jerry Jones gets on the horn with John Lynch. But <clears throat> this was a game played in a horrifying rainstorm that uh, I've, I've played football, uh, football in rain like this as well, but not in the NFL, obviously. And it is sloppy to say the least, but both teams have the same adversity. No one is going to have an advantage of playing in it. But the Niners got off to a pretty quick start. Justin Fields looked horrible in the first half. You had um, a situation where the Niners looked like they were going to walk it into the end zone. And then Debo Samuel actually doing a lot of plays to which apparently he didn't like. And that was being a running back. Uh, but he signed his huge extension. They probably told him, you're getting paid, so uh, be a happy soldier. And he fumbled the ball. And you think, well, no big deal. The Niners go uh, into the half 7 nothing. They come out, they kick a field goal. They deferred, which I hate, but still they deferred. They're winning 10 to nothing, and you kind of think, all right, the Niners are going to lock this down at some point. But they kept 
letting the Bears hang around. And even though the Bears stink, they still are a professional team. And so you think about Matt Eberflus, or Eberflus, as he says, but Eberflus, it was his first game as a head coach. He had an interesting demeanor, which was pretty much um, Blankenstein. He just Anything that happened, he just seemed unaffected, almost like he was a fan from a foreign country of like, what just happened? And everything the Bears was doing was not working except for the fact that the Niners kept getting dumb penalties. Now, one of them I thought was pretty lame, Andre Greenlaw. They're in the rain. Justin Fields is flying out of bounds, and he's slipping, and he's got full momentum going from him. He's slipping, and then as he falls, he puts his hands on other, each side of Fields. He's doing everything he can not to touch him, and they called him for roughing. That's one of those things between the letter of the law and the spirit of the law, just like with P.I. P.I. was invented, so when the ball was in the air, you didn't choke out the receiver. It's not because maybe you accidentally touched his shoulder pad while the ball was in the air. But still, you bring it upon yourself when this stuff happens, and then more dumb penalties and more dumb penalties. And then with Justin Fields running around on a broken play where he should have been sacked, there, who else but Dante Pettis, the guy they took, quote-unquote, too early out of UW, and then the Niners cut him loose. The thing I like about Dante Pettis, he was very openly a lover of cats, <laughs> which a lot of guys don't do. I remember one time, the A's in between innings, they showed every guy on the team up on the screen, and they said, are you a cat guy or a dog guy? And... Only two guys said cats. I think it was Doolittle and Brett Anderson. Everybody else was like, "What? Are, you're you're joking, right? Dogs." I would have said cats. I like doggies, but uh, and that's doggies, not Rottweilers and dogs that can attack you. But I, I'm a cat guy just because I grew up with them. Rick, I always knew you were soft, man. I knew you were soft. All right, whatever. But Dante Pettis used to have this whole thing. I think he was like on social media. He'd show what his cats were doing. And a lot of fans were like, ah, get rid of the cat guy. So he's left. And, you know, when you think about getting after a quarterback who's on the run and just to see him uh, and credit to Fields for finding him, credit to Pettis to finding some open space. It's almost like a soccer player, like just attack space. And so now it's 10 to 7, but then Fields connected with Equinemius St. Brown, one of my favorite names. Uh, he was a uh, bishop back in the 4th century. But uh, that was one where Brown, St. Brown just ran past everybody. And that was a defensive breakdown, D'Amico Ryans. Now he can draw him up. He ain't playing anymore. But then the, the kid Jackson picked off Trey Lance in midfield, his first interception in three years, and then that led to a six-yard run by Khalil Herbert. Now it's 19-10. to 10. And you're like, yikes. Remember, this kid, uh, Justin uh, Fields, even though he was the 11th overall pick a couple years ago, he is still trying to convince the new GM, Ryan Poles, and the new head coach, Matt Eberflus, that he's the man for the job. And so it didn't hurt the Bears that George Kittle was out with a hammy. It didn't 
it uh, it did hurt the Niners that Elijah Mitchell, a six-round pick who gained nearly 1,000 yards last year, he was running pretty strong. He had a knee injury. Um, but listen, the, the, the Bears got called for an unusual penalty that I thought was only reserved for the Raiders. Their holder got flagged for bringing out a towel to dry a small area of the field for a field goal. It was uh, rookie Trenton Gill. He used a towel to dry off the spot. And uh, Cairo Santos, who wasn't good either, he tried the towel <laughs> as well. You'll never forget when uh, John Smith of the uh, Patriots, it was a snow game. They had a guy who was on a work furlough from prison come out in the snowmobile, clear a path for his field goal. They kick it. They win the game. And that was allowed back in the day. But the Niners <clears throat> might have well been wearing silver and black, 99 yards on 12 penalties. But here's the thing. When the Niners got inside the 20, or as the kids would say, the red zone, one for three. I don't, I mean, there were a couple of nice threaded passes by Trey Lance. I mean, he's got a nice clean arm. I can see why the scouts liked him. But do you trust him? Do you trust him right now? I, I, I don't know. Um, by the way, the Bears said that they announced that nobody got hurt in that game, which is pretty amazing. Now, there are some banged up dudes. But the Niners now will host Seattle. And you think about how everyone in that division uh, lost yesterday, and they're hoping that Denver will beat Seattle, so the whole division will be 0-4. Uh, and then you can just say, okay, screw it. We're starting all over again. That would be much more palatable to the Niners if that happens. But the, the Bears are going to Green Bay, which lost yesterday. They're going to be fighting mad. But the Niners are going to host Seattle, and this is where they can get healthy. Remember, this was supposed to be the soft part of their schedule. They were going to go to Chicago. They were going to beat Seattle at home without Russell Wilson. They're going to start off 2-0. and And the interesting thing about the Bears is watching them, they're truly a pathetic team. I mean, they really are. There's, there are very few bright spots for the Chicago Bears. But it doesn't matter how many bright spots you have. It matters what the final score is. And they were a seven-point dog, and they won by nine. Once again, a seven-point underdog at home, and they won by nine. So um, you can overreact and say, put in Jimmy G. I mean, you had Trent Williams saying, look, uh, I mean, I'll say this about um, Trey Lance. He said all the right things. You know, he's a very mature kid. He really is a mature player. But – mindset only he's got to show it on the field I don't care what the rain is I don't care what the offensive line is I don't care who's hurt you got to score more than 10 points in an NFL game if you are a franchise quarterback 10 points in an NFL game is what you might expect out of a backup all right I'm Rick Tittle we'll take a quick break we'll come on back on sports bottom
Right now, you deserve the network more people rely on. That's why we're introducing Welcome Unlimited for just $30 a line per month for four lines with auto pay plus taxes and fees. Our best priced unlimited plan ever. Did he say $30? Yep, $30 a line for the whole family. The network you want, the price you love. Switch to Verizon today. Paper-free billing required. Unlimited 5G nationwide 4G LTE. In times of congestion, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. All smartphone lines on the account must be on Welcome Unlimited and are eligible only for select promotions. It includes domestic talk, text, and data usage only. Data roaming at 2G speeds. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us? We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332-800-738-5332-800-738-5332. That's 800-738-5332. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. I'm Rick Tittle, and I host the Video Game Review every Sunday night at 9 o'clock Pacific, midnight on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Video games are way more important than your job, your school, or your relationship, so let's talk about them. Everything from the 2600 to the 360. I don't work for any video game company, so I'll tell you what's worth your money and what stinks. Also, cheat codes, interviews, your calls, I'll give away a game, release dates, all that and more every Sunday night right here on the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. Uh, Playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. <laughs> All right, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. You know, Monday we check in with one of our friends, a voter at the Super 16 
poll, and uh, we're quite happy now to be joined once again by Dave Congrove from collegefootballpoll.com. Once again, the Super 16 poll is a collaboration of the Football Writers Association of America and the National Football Foundation. Dave, this season is off to a pretty great start just because of all the crazy upsets. But uh, speaking of crazy upset, you have Ohio State number one. Almost everybody else has Georgia. What about the Buckeyes? You got them above the dogs. Well, it's a personal eye test, really. And even going back into the the preseason, taking a look at how everything was shaping up, in my opinion, I thought Ohio State was just loaded for bear. And so I've been kind of – prejudice to Ohio State since the off season, and nothing has changed my mind necessarily about it yet, uh, although the past weekend's results with Alabama almost getting beat at Texas might have been if Quinn Ewers had not gone down with an injury. Um, Georgia playing as well as they are, um, it's, you know, it's a bit shaken up out there, and Ohio State really hasn't completely played up to expectations yet either. And by the way, thanks for having me. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I was thinking about that game in Austin. Bryce Young avoiding that sack to keep the drive alive for the last second field goal. I kind of think he won the Heisman on that play. Well, it certainly didn't hurt him. And, yeah, that was a major, major moment in that game. Uh, but still go back to Quinn Ewers. I mean, he was just rolling along. He had Texas's offense in gear. Um, and then the, the unfortunate incident, which should teach all quarterbacks out there, don't turn around, leap into the air, and throw a ball when you've got that much of, uh, weight bearing down on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about some of those upsets. I don't know. I, I always like it when some of these softy games uh, gets turned around, and most of these teams just show up for a check. But you think you'd be wary about Appalachian State, especially what they did to Michigan a few years ago. But I mean, Texas A&M feeling probably as good about themselves as they have in the last 20 years. And they drop that game to App State and you give them some love. Nobody else has them ranked. You let them squeak in at 16. I just could not not give them some love after that. (laughs) I mean, back weeks they had the opportunity in what was just an unbelievable offensive dogfight at home against North Carolina probably actually should have won that game mm-hmm. and then in a completely different game a 63-61 how do you score 61 points at home and lose and then go on the road to Kyle Field in front of 100,000 plus people and pull out a win by scoring 17 points where did that defense come from No idea. Let's talk about the Golden Domers. Uh, Tyler Buckner out for four months and uh, getting stunned by the thundering herd of Marshall. Marcus Freeman, if you go back last year, he's now 0-3. They're going to get Cal at South South Bend, which might be a soft touch for him. Uh, But uh, not a great start to the Freeman era. Your thoughts on the Golden Domers? Yeah, that one, uh, the huge, the biggest of the three shocks of the day of the Sun Belt upsets over the G5 schools. Um, never, ever would have seen Marshall went into South Bend and picking up that win. And I'm kind of sorry to see Marcus Freeman get off to a shaky 0-3 start, but it's his first head coaching gig. And I, you know, I think he'll get it turned around. Cal, as you said, not a strong opponent coming in. 
two teams haven't played since 1967. If you got to draw a couple of uh, Pac-10 play, uh, teams to play this year other than Southern Cal, then Stanford and uh, Cal aren't bad ones to have. No doubt about it. A couple more questions for Dave Congrove, Super 16 poll. Finally, the axe falls on Frost and Lincoln, and I'm thinking about some of the uh, the candidates, and we're hearing names like Mark Stoops and Matt Campbell, Mickey Joseph, but would they, would they, would they maybe hire Urban Meyer? Uh, can I say I certainly hope not? <laughs> not I a fan? Think I, I'm not a fan of Urban Meyer for the the blazing infernos of personal problems he's left behind in his last three jobs, all of the arrests at Florida, um, caught blatantly lying about the abusive assistant coach that he worked with at uh, Ohio State, and then the complete trash job he did in the NFL with the Jacksonville Jaguars for a year. No, I'm surprised he's back on TV. I am surprised he's on TV myself, yeah, now that you mention it. Um, let's uh, talk about uh, the Wolverines. Is this maybe the year in Ann Arbor? I mean, Harbaugh finally got over some uh, rivals that he kept losing to, but uh, what do you think about Michigan so far? Yeah, when you mentioned Ohio State earlier, and I was explaining my attachment to them, one of the things I've been looking at every week as I'm trying to rank this team, these teams is where do I put Michigan? And uh, certainly I, I think they're a top four team right now, you know, and Again, even though I may have somebody different at the top, the top five that I have are pretty much the consensus. It's just a matter of the order in which you put them in. And it doesn't matter so much uh, at this time of the season as to as much as it might matter towards uh, the end of the year, of course. Uh, but Michigan's definitely up there and in consideration. Michigan actually, right now, playing better than Ohio State. When I look at USC, uh, obviously uh, the Pac-12 or what's going to be left of it in a couple of years, we'll see if it's a San Diego State or a, a Fresno State, Boise State, whatever they're going to do to keep that conference going. But uh, USC under Lincoln Riley, all the transfers, you liking what you see so far? I wasn't sold in the beginning. I didn't know what to expect, and I didn't want to just automatically give them props like everybody else seemed to do. But... They seem to be proving themselves so far. Now, the game at Stanford over the weekend, of course, final score was 41-28, but USC got off to a quick start in that game. If they hadn't, that might have been a different ball game because the Cardinal played them pretty much evenly up through the rest of the ball game. Um, but, you know, Lincoln Riley, look at the Scott Frost situation as a comparison. Um, frankly, I hate to see Scott Frost getting fired from Nebraska over this situation. Yes, it's, it's been a bad run. I understand that. And I don't want to get off the subject here, but Scott Frost, real quickly, um, is of a certain mindset in how you run offense and win football games. And it was going to take a while to change the culture and the athletes in order to get what he needed in place at Nebraska. And by time, I mean probably five years to get this job done. But anyway, going back to Michigan and Harbaugh, um, great year, good run last year, seems to really have the program building towards that eventual CFP championship, and this might be the year that they get it done. One of the more, uh, I don't want to say polarizing, but let's just say uh, about 50% of the pollsters I'm looking, I love the transparency, they like the Canes, and you have them at 14, some of them don't have them 
uh, ranked. What are you seeing in Coral Gables right now under Cristobal? Another one of those Lincoln Riley type situations. I had my suspicions that Cristobal could go in and recreate what Miami used to be, but then again, Miami hasn't been what Miami used to be for a long, excuse me, for a long time. And every year, it's always Miami's back. Miami, no, they're not. Miami's back this year. No, they're not. So <laughs> it's just waiting. To, this is, this weekend provides a great opportunity because now they got to go in and play a Texas A&M team with their hair on fire at College Station. If they're able to pick up a win in that game, then that will change the narrative entirely on Miami. You also give some love to NC State, and of course, you know you think of Wolfpack, you think basketball, but uh, you're liking what you see out of them so far. Yeah, you had a great year last year. Uh, lost a couple of key components in the running game. Um, had this escape uh, against East Carolina. Uh, another team probably should have lost that game, but they managed to survive it. Um, so I've got them kind of on that edge of really buying in. Not not completely yet, but I've got them, well, I think, a notch ahead of Miami at 13. When you think about 16 teams, obviously it's not a top 25, so you're going to leave some good teams out. I'm just wondering who almost made it. And I'm going to make a case, speaking of basketball schools, for the Jayhawks. They're 2-0 and for the first time in over 10 years. They go in and beat the Mountaineers on the road in West Virginia, 55-42. Their head coach looks like he's not going to be there long, uh, Lance Leipold. So what do you think about Kansas? Kansas, I actually had told a good friend of mine who's a West Virginia fan going into last weekend because he made the comment to me, uh, thank God we've got Kansas this week. I was going, whoa, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, seemed to forget that Kansas beat Texas last year towards the end of the year, and uh, they are definitely turning the corner under Lance Leopold. Uh, he is one that's on the watch list in terms of seeing what develops uh, over the next couple of weeks in the course of the season. And uh, oops, is it got, who is it that they're playing this week? I don't have it. I don't know. I'm sorry. I can pull that up and find out real quick. But, yes, no, Kansas is definitely one that's on the watch list. Uh, Baylor was a shock to me uh, mm-hmm. going to BYU and losing. I had them highly ranked. Ole Miss is definitely another team on the watch list. Uh, Texas kind of made themselves on the watch list by getting that close to Bama. Uh, mm-hmm. But now we'll have to see what happens with Quinn Ewers. Um, I would say Penn State's on that watch list. A&M that we've mentioned a couple of times, obviously, was up there and then fell out. I never really bought into the whole Florida Gators thing. I thought Kentucky would go to Gainesville and actually pull out that win. Hmm. Um, others that are on the watch list, I'd have to say Wake Forest is there. Uh, Florida State's there as a possible up-and-comer this year in the ACC. Kansas State has to be thrown into that list. And um, maybe Minnesota's a team that you got to keep your eyes on in the, uh, in the Big Ten. little golden gopher action there. We have been speaking with Dave Cromgrove, the Super 16 pollster, which is a part of the Football Writers Association of America and the National Football Foundation as well. If you go to footballfoundation.org, you can see the merch and also how you can be a voter as well. Dave Cromgrove of the collegefootballpoll.com. Always good talking ball with you, Dave. Appreciate it. 
Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. And Kansas is at Houston this week, by the way. There it is. Thanks for finding that. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back on Sports Byline. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Hadel is going to go to the air. He's back to pass. He throws deep to the end zone. Batted up in the air. Intercepted by Dan Connors. It was a deflection hit into the air by Willie Brown. And Connors came down with a pass. And the Raiders stopped the Chargers without six, without even three on that drive. 
cares about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio? <laughs> All right. Thank you for that. And, you know, we get so wrapped up into football. I know I do that we had the U.S. Open final. There it was, 9-11 in New York City between Carlos Alcaraz and Casper Ruud. I knew who Alcaraz was. Casper Ruud is from Norway. I can, I've can. i been following tennis since the 80s. I cannot think of another Norwegian tennis player, at least on the men's side. But Alcaraz won 6-4-2-6-7-6-1-6-3, 19 years old, out of Spain. He's now going to be the youngest ever player to be number one in the ATP rankings. And what we're seeing now, <clears throat> perhaps, is the ushering in of a new era of stars. If you think about Nadal and Djokovic and Federer all getting up there and all banged up and unvaxxed for one. But remember, Nadal won the French when he was 19. Sampras won the U.S. Open when he was 19. Uh, Boris Becker, of course, we'll never forget when he won Wimbledon at 16. I mean, that was insane, as Bud Court called him, old carrot top. But Alcaraz won four titles this year. He beat Djokovic on clay. He beat Nadal on clay. And if you think about some of these other guys like Francis Tiafo, he showed he has what it takes to compete. Yannick Skinner, he played a game till 2.45 a.m. Eastern time. <laughs> you know, as far as equality in women's sports, I've never heard anybody in women's tennis say, can we play five sets too? Uh, it's It's a little crazy, but... You think about some of these new stars, this is the guy, and he's going to become a household name, Carlos Alcaraz. I always want to say Alcatraz because I'm dumb, but congratulations to him. All right, we'll take a quick hard news break. Come on back. we still got two more hours right here on Sports Byline. Radio News with Tim Berg. Large investment firm JP Morgan says they believe inflation has peaked. In a note to clients, JP Morgan noting further confirmation of a peak is expected to go forward along with a drop. The firm citing a downward trend in gas prices over the summer. This as a growing number of banks are offering first-time home buyers mortgages without large down payments. This comes as mortgage rates hit new highs. However, some critics argue the programs could backfire, similar to what happened during the home foreclosure crisis in the mid-2000s. Well-wishers are paying their respects to Queen Elizabeth in Scotland today. Thousands of people followed a procession led by King Charles III to a cathedral in Edinburgh where a service took place. The public can say their goodbyes to the late Queen for 24 hours before she's finally laid to rest in London. Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott is continuing to bus illegal immigrants to sanctuary cities such as Chicago, New York City, and Washington, D.C. Some of the migrants being bused from Texas to Chicago are being housed in a hotel in an Illinois suburb. 
Mayor of Burr Ridge, Illinois, Gary Grasso, telling Fox News he was told this would not happen. They are not the problem. They are, they are behaved. There's no issue with them at all. Um, uh, they're looking for school opportunities. We're inquiring as to whether or not they can be employed by our local businesses, uh, if that's an option. We don't even know, frankly, how long they're going to stay. In a statement, the governor's office claims that the hotel had a prior relationship with Illinois to welcome refugees and asylum seekers. Week one of the NFL season wraps up with the Seattle Seahawks hosting the Denver Broncos. Kickoff set for just after 8.15 p.m. Eastern Time. This is USA Radio News. Paid for by GovMint.com. Have you heard? The United States Mint has issued the Morgan Silver Dollar for the first time in 100 years. Not only that, but they are also minted in 99.9% pure silver for the first time ever in history. Coin experts are calling this an amazing opportunity for anyone that knows the enduring popularity of Morgans. But you must hurry. Only 175,000 legal tender silver dollars were issued. These Morgan Silver Dollars are brand new, bright and shiny legal tender coins minted by the iconic Philadelphia Mint. Just call one 1- 800-888-7630 and you are guaranteed a new 99.9% pure silver Morgan dollar. The first time in history this has happened, but with limited quantities you must call now to order. To learn more, call 1-800-888-7630. If you order now, you will receive a free collector bonus, a $25 value free with every order. Call 1-800-888-7630 now to secure your new Morgan silver dollars before they are gone. That's 1-800-888-7630. A wildfire in Southern California could be contained Monday. Crews nearly reached the halfway point Sunday thanks to moisture from the remnants of Tropical Storm K. Flames have torn through nearly 20,000 acres near Hema, California, causing two deaths and destroying 17 structures. The San Bernardino National Forest remains shut down. Meanwhile, a wildfire in Northern Oregon has crews working really hard. The Cedar Creek Fire, a wildfire raging south of Portland, Oregon, grew to nearly 86,000 acres on Sunday, threatening 2,230 homes and hundreds of commercial structures. The Oregon State Fire Marshal said the fire breached existing fire lines and is now 0% contained. Damon Schultz, Operations Planning Section Chief. And there's some structures down here on the south side of 58 that we're going to be doing the same thing. Assessing, uh, we're going to be doing some clearing just so we can get into those structures a little faster if we need to. Lance Pry reporting from the USA Radio News West Coast News Bureau. Arizona Trump-backed gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake is poised to have the debate stage all to herself after her Democratic opponent refused to accept the format. Katie Hobbs, Arizona's Secretary of State, announced Sunday she would not show up for the October 12th debate. Hobbs saying she would rather have two separate 30-minute interviews as opposed to a direct face-off. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. My heart was racing just making spaghetti. I could have waited to tell my doctor, but I didn't wait. I was short of breath just reading a book. I could have delayed telling my doctor, but I didn't wait. They told their doctors and found out they have atrial fibrillation, a condition which makes it about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you have one or more of these symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, this is no time to wait. Contact your doctor. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer.
Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 That's 800-754-4531. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. All right, thank you for that. Welcome back to hour number two of three. Rick Tittle with you on a Monday, letting the dust settle on NFL Week One outside of Monday Night Football tonight, Denver at Seattle. <clears throat> what you got? What you get? Come on in. One eight hundred eight seven eight play. If the preface to your title or your job description is either YouTuber or TikToker, you might actually have a lot of money. You might because you're super popular, but I don't know if that's ever going to get respect. Like, oh, he's a TikToker. Well, <laughs> a YouTuber got kicked out of the U.S. Open for getting his haircut during a quarterfinal match last week. A guy named Jadeon and a man wearing a Louis Vuitton barber cape came over to him in the stands, put it around him in Arthur Ashe's stadium and started to shave his head. And U.S. Tennis said when someone saw it, security went to the two individuals. They were escorted out of their seats and then off the grounds for disruption of play. There's a first time for everything. Well, Jadeon has nearly 6 million subscribers. And he apparently got a lifetime ban at Wimbledon for doing the same thing. And he also snuck in an air horn. Oh, that's good. Do it at a golf tournament. I might be on your side. But Jadeon also says his name is Demarcus Cousins III. (laughs) Is he the grandson of Boogie Cousins? I don't know. Demarcus Cousins is, what is he, like 35? And he has a grandson already? I don't know. But uh, just thought that I'd throw that in there. YouTuber. 1-800-878-PLAY. Coming up this hour, we will have Matt Dias, who joins us from England, talk about his new documentary, Explorer, which is really cool. J.D. Sharp from ATM will talk MLB and NFL. And then we'll have comedian Jeremy Alder. He's at Raleigh Goodnights down Tobacco Road. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, American Forces Radio Network as well. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Has someone in your family lost a job recently? 
and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, we'll buy your home and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. 800-950-8218 That's 800-950-8218 Paid for by Want to Sell Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, check me out. Lines are available, 1-800-878-PLAY. Getting back to the weekend that was <clears throat> in the NFL. Buccaneers go to Dallas, and um, I picked Dallas to win this game. Maybe you did as well. All they could muster was a first-quarter field goal. Buccaneers win 19-3. to Tom Brady, the first-ever 45-year-old starting quarterback in the NFL. 
But uh, Dak Prescott and them Cowboys were left with that old familiar feeling once again. Prescott hurt. Jerry Jones said that he needs surgery for a fractured thumb on his throwing hand. He released the ball. He hit a defender's hand. And uh, he's going to miss six to eight weeks. Uh, We are hearing right now. This injury comes almost two years ago after that compound fracture of his right ankle that ended his season in week five. And, you know, the Cowboys and the Bucks had the two top offenses in the NFL last season, and that started with Tampa Bay's 31-29 win at home when Brady and Prescott combined for seven touchdown passes, except that one offense didn't show up yesterday. Dallas drove down the field on their first possession, kicked a field goal, and that was it. This is the uh, second fewest points ever in an opener. And the only time it was worse was Jerry Jones' first game ever. He comes in, fires Tom Landry, and they lose 28 to nothing to the Saints. That was in 1989. Julio Jones had a 48-yard catch uh, in his Tampa Bay debut as well. Tom Brady now <clears throat> 7-0 and against the Cowboys. And the Cowboys did... Nothing to quiet the questions about that receiving group behind C.D. Lamb, who is now the number one target now that Amari Cooper uh, has been uh, traded. He got most of the attention. Noah Brown had five catches. But um, the only reason they stay close is because Micah Parsons is uh, a stallion. But Devin White matched Parsons with two sacks of his own. Uh, By the way, Devin White, a guy the Raiders passed on. Just thought I'd throw that in there once again. So the question is now, who is going to be quarterback for the Cowboys? The Cowboys. And the most um, simple answer is Cooper Rush, who came in for the last six minutes. We'll get to more of that in a second, but we have Chris, who is in Oakland, California. What's going on, Chris? Good morning. Hey, thanks so much again for taking my call last night on your uh, on your um, video game show. That was uh, impressive. I listened to it, and I you know, my my nephews don't like sports, but they like video games, so I'm trying to turn them on to it. So, uh, again, uh, the, your guidance. Uh, we got some uh, dinosaur games, and so I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Thanks for calling. Great. So, so I first I want to talk about Scott Frost. Um, I got a lot of buddies that are Nebraska fans, and that's like pretty rough, man. That he just. Um, couldn't beat Georgia Southern, and I, you know, it's he was the prodigal son, right? Coming back to Nebraska, and it just, you know, he thought he was going to do well, and we all, everyone was rooting for him, and just couldn't get it done, man. But just the the fact that they got him before the Oklahoma game, do you have any thoughts on that? Well, I mean, he was the Stanford quarterback, you might remember, and then he transferred. Wait, he was to, at Stanford before Nebraska? I didn't know that. Yeah, he was a Stanford quarterback, and then he wow. transferred to Nebraska, which was kind of a shock at the time to finish out his career there. And then they made him a well, safety. He got, Rick, he probably got more money from Nebraska, man. He probably <laughs> but then they made him a safety. It was kind of a weird thing. Like, you know, John Lynch was supposed to be the Stanford quarterback, and they made him a safety too. But anyway, when he went to UCS, uh, UCF, I should say, and they went undefeated. They beat Auburn in a bowl game. And that was a bad commercial for any uh, group of five conference because you're basically saying if you go undefeated, you're still not going to get an invite to the big dance. Uh, we did get that last year with the Cincinnati Bearcats, but Scott Frost moves over to Lincoln. And that's is after Bo Pelini took him to the Big Ten right. out of the Big 12. 
And right, he kind of right, thought right. maybe things would go well for him, but he has done nothing but stink. And maybe if he wasn't an alum, he would have gotten fired way before this. Well, no, that's and that's what everyone's saying, right? That he wasn't, you know, that you know that, that because of the fact that he took him to the national championship and they won, and he's, you know, I mean, he looks like <laughs> how do I say this diplomatically? He looks like a guy from Nebraska, right? A good old boy, and he just, you know, good looking kid, and you know, he, he was our quarterback, right? So good, we, we, you know. Nebraska was one of the great, uh, again, growing up in the 80s, Nebraska was one of the great teams and you know, college teams, and, um, you know, I hear you on that one. All right, second thing is, all right, so Cal's 2-0 and playing an 0-2 Notre Dame team. I mean, are we just going to get slacked on uh, Saturday yes. in uh, South Bend, or, or what's happening with that? Yes. I mean, if, our 2-0 and is pretty if, weak. Where Davis if Marcus and, uh, Freeman <laughs> – you know what's funny is that if you it, that UC Davis game, it was like an A's Mariners game on a Tuesday night. Sure. There was no nobody there. there. And right. then, yeah, listen, uh, I hope Cal beats Notre Dame. I don't like Notre Dame at all, and I like Cal. But uh, I think when you you think about Marcus Freeman now 0-3 as a head coach, uh, I think Cal, as you put it, will get shellacked. And I and I, <laughs> I unfortunately, you know, as an Irish Catholic, that's my second favorite team. But uh, besides Cal, but I just. And man, I was trying to get out there. This uh, I got a lot of buddies, a lot of my fraternity brothers are going out to this game uh, on Saturday. And again, in South Bend, it's gonna be great. But yeah, I mean, Cal didn't look that great against Davis. Did not look that great against UNLV. And now we're, you know, an 0-2 uh, Notre Dame team is gonna get. Yeah, Did you see UNLV is trying to look like the Raiders now? <laughs> I saw that. Uh, speaking of your Raiders, Rick, I didn't watch one second of the game. But uh, what? What? Carr threw three interceptions. Is that true? Three interceptions and five sacks. Is that true? I gotta say, for someone who doesn't watch, you seem very fascinated <laughs> by the writer. Okay, so that so I'll leave it at that. But the last thing I want to talk about is what about the, so I watched a little bit of the Niner game, and every time Trey Lance was screwing something up, they shot it to Jimmy Jimmy G, right? So is that gonna be the mm-hmm. whole season? They're gonna shoot to Jimmy G on the TV just to like get of that course. thing going. And, and and why would Dallas not now? Why would Dallas not trade for Jimmy G? Well. <clears throat> There's a, I mean, it, it just if you think about um, a guy who's going to be in for, uh, I mean, it's the, the the answer I have is I don't know. I mean, I I can I can make arguments for and against. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. So you want me what, to? What, what, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me hear him. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, well, first of all, you have to teach him an entirely new system, and by the time now, then again, he came in with a brand new system. When he got traded over, and what did he go six and zero? So right, it's from not the, like from the Patriots, right? Right. Yeah, it's not like he's stupid, but you also have to take on his contract, which isn't horrible, but it's still something right. to be reckoned with. And then you have to um, uh, tell everybody you have to give up something for him. Obviously, the Niners aren't sure. going to give him away. It's just a matter of whether sure. they think who they have now can mine the store. But if you want to find salary cap room for him if you want to trade assets for him and then just put him on the bench when Dak Prescott comes back then yes but on the other hand people say don't uh, cut other guys to get him on the team he's not that much of an upgrade I think he is if I had the chance I, I'm a big Jimmy on, G man. fan super up- no no that guy's a super upgrade <laughs> and again and, and, and obviously the guy's good looking and I'm a heterosexual man but he's a good looking man but I mean th- that guy just just watching yesterday just, I mean you knew going in again and Trey Lance is saying all the right things. You don't right have to say you're a heterosexual man. You just say he's good looking. It's all right. Well, it's 2022, Rick. We can all say stuff. 
But, I mean, just watching <laughs> a little bit of the Niner game yesterday and to see every time Trey Lance screwed up, they're quickly flashed to, to Jimmy G, and he's, like, doing it. And Trey Lance is saying all the right things, right? If you're a young kid and doing all this stuff, and, you know, he's, he's trying, man, obviously, but just having him over your shoulder, come on, man. Nobody's going to succeed in that. I mean, nobody's going to, you know, do well because you're thinking, hey, I'm going to get pulled the next game, you know, because Jimmy G's going to come in. And if you're the, the Niners coach, you know, this is a, I mean, these guys in the Super Bowl two years ago, they were in the um, – uh, and if it's championship last year, you have a short window. You know, come on, man, you got to try to do this. So it's just—I mean, it's good to see as a as a, a Niner hater. It's good to see him screwed up, but I just—I don't know. So you hate the Niners. I want to leave it at. And then, and last thing, I actually—well, I said I was going to. Last thing, I, you know, I watched all the David Stewart stuff yesterday. Phenomenal mm-hmm. stuff. But Reggie Jackson, just come on, man. This guy says, "Oh, I didn't know." You know. There's so many more fans today. It was only 11,000 yesterday, but there's so many more. He just made some shot at, you know, Oakland. And just, come on, Reggie. I mean, again, he won us three, you know, two titles because he was injured the 72. But, guy's such an a-hole, man. Just, God, just, you know, if you're going to come back to Oakland, just support Oakland. Just stop being a G-A-R-G-E-R-K. So there's that. But everybody else is great. Carney Lash was great. A um yeah, no, it's just, I mean, Reggie's just such a thing, man. But, you know, the the, the statement, Dave Stewart, you know, it's it's amazing the fact the A's are actually giving Dave Stewart, you know, they retired, well, they retired his number, they're not going to do it. They retired his number for his four great seasons in Oakland, winning 20 games, being from Oakland, being on the broadcast, you know, being our, on our, on our and everything. So, it's it, I mean, it's good to see, and I, I like the fact that Raleigh Fingers, who also has number 34, was very magnanimous about letting them, you know, hey, you know, you can share this with me. So that was cool. So anyway, All right. and the A's Th- won, so that was good stuff. All right, thanks for the call, uh, Chris. Thanks. Yeah, the A's stopped, what, a six-game losing streak. And uh, yeah, I was just teasing you, Reggie Jackson was a gurk. Look, that's just Reggie. He's always like, he used to put on his Yankee hat and sit in the dugout, and then he got kicked out. And then so he would walk through the West Side Club wearing his Yankee hat. And it's like, yeah, yeah, we know, we know. Had Reggie on the show before. I've got some Reggie stories. I worked with Reggie when he was on TV. He was the color commentator when Greg Poppett was in the booth. And uh, what are you going to do? He's Reggie Jackson. You hot dog. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Violet. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. 
Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Tittle always goes commando. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-7529. Director Matt Dias will join us from England, talk about his new documentary, Explorer. Very fascinating film about Renault Fiennes. We'll talk about him when that happens. <clears throat> back to who's going to be the quarterback of the Cowboys. As I said, Cooper Rush replaced Prescott for the final six minutes last night. He'll be the starter. He did that in 2021. He took over a single game. It was that Monday night win over the Vikings. Prescott had a calf injury. This is a guy, 28 years old, undrafted out of Central Michigan, another Mac school. Spent the better part of five years in Dallas and uh, relatively affected in limited action. Uh, last year, 20 or 30 of 47 for 420 yards, three touchdowns and one pick. That's a 105.1 passer rating. Uh, less so last night, um, kind of a makeshift uh, cast around him. The only other option right now is their practice squad guy, and that's Will Greer. Will Greer 
this is a guy who I thought was going to be something in the NFL. And wrong once again, Rick. Wrong. <clears throat> Peter Graves. So you were wrong. Uh, West Virginia, we thought maybe I did, that he had a chance at the Heisman third-round pick by Carolina um, at a West Virginia, now 27 years old. He spent all of last season inactive on Dallas's roster. The year before that with the Panthers, did not play once. He does have two starts on his resume when he was a rookie in Carolina. <clears throat> and he came in for the last two games of the season, no touchdown passes, four interceptions. So as for external options, the Cowboys will probably re-sign, if they haven't already, Ben DiNucci, who was their last cut. He's been on their practice squad the last two years. This is another undrafted guy out of James Madison University. Appeared in three games two years ago, made an emergency Sunday night start against the Eagles. That was a 23-9 loss for the Cowboys then. So if Dallas looks to go outside... Um, the people who are on the street, Cam Newton, dare I say Mike Glennon, <laughs> literally can't take a snap. Not kidding. Cannot take a snap. Uh, Josh Johnson, who's on Denver's practice squad. Remember, you can pluck anyone you want off of any practice squad. That's the way it works. <clears throat> it's kind of like a nonstop rule five draft. Um, there's a, uh, uh, a guy by the name of Andy Dalton that's out there right now, a guy who came in for an injured Prescott during Mike McCarthy's first year as Dallas head coach. And then there's Jimmy Garoppolo. Fum, 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 fum. All right. Back to some of the, uh, the scores. Um, how about the Miami Dolphins? What the hell was that all about? Yeah, I know. Well, we talked about how New England was 2-7 and seven in their last nine games at Miami, and Bill Belichick took everybody down there on Tuesday so they could get acclimated to the heat. It was 17 to nothing at the half, and then New England could only muster a Mac Jones touchdown pass in the second half. Miami got a field goal. And that was it. <clears throat> you think, what would Tyreek Hill do? Tyreek Hill, eight catches for 94 yards. One of them he caught in the midst of everybody and just outran everyone. That's the kind of, uh, <laughs> that's the kind of uh, catch that Amari Cooper made in his rookie year. But remember, they spent a first-round pick on Jalen Waddell, who's kind of like a Tyreek Hill. I mean, they've got some, some dudes there. And then rushing, Raheem Mostert didn't impress, but he's a guy upon whom you can rely in the passing game as well. They also have a fullback by the name of Alex Ingold. Just thought I'd throw it in there for the Raider fans out there. But, uh, yeah, for New England, their number one receiver, receiver is uh, Myers and then Kendrick Bourne. They have Nelson Aguilar as well. But the running game, Damian Harris and Stevenson, there's not a lot. But <clears throat> you think about Bill Belichick, um, all-time uh, quarterbacks who have beaten Bill Belichick and never lost to him, Tua is now tied for first place. He's 4-0 and 
against Bill Belichick. That's right, Tua Tagovailoa, who did not throw a pick, which is very important for his uh, progression. But <clears throat> you think about Miami's defense. They had a touchdown, a pick, a forced fumble. They were very dominant. And most importantly of all, outside of Tua, is this was Mike McDaniel's first game. And a guy who um, the Niners were desperate to keep hold of. You know, he's a skinny little guy. And, um, you know, the whole prototypical math nerd who can be a football coach. But Kyle Shanahan was desperate to hold on to Mike McDaniel uh, because he knows how important he is to the setup. But he also is excited for the guy to get an opportunity to be a head coach. And what a fantastic start for Mike McDaniel. <clears throat> right now. And as I said, Jalen Waddle uh, is now healthy again. McDaniel said, I was glad to have him back. I just wish we could have continued that momentum in the second half, but beggars can't be choosers. And then for Tyree Kill, Tua said, that dude's a cheat code. It's not easy covering this guy. So uh, you look at New England. Does anybody care about New England? They're at Pittsburgh on Sunday. The Baltimore uh, Ravens will host the uh, Dolphins on Sunday uh, as well. And let's talk about those Steelers. What a game in Cincinnati. <clears throat> Did you have Mitchell Trubisky beating Joe Burrow? Uh, I didn't either. But still, the Bengals had that game won, and Minka Fitzpatrick who had a pick six off Joe Burrow, then blocks a field goal. If you're talking about the best corner in football, I'd take him over Jalen Ramsey if you watched him the other night on Thursday. But Joe Burrow, four interceptions. Four. And yet, and you had this, uh, this kicker, McPherson, who is uh, kind of a, a bragger, uh, by the way, um, finally not getting her done. You had T.J. Watt leaving the field, got a peck injury, before that, though, he still had a sack and an interception. Uh, Joe Burrow has had never had four interceptions in a game, and yet still there they were to win the game on an extra point. And these extra points aren't gimmies anymore. They're they're actually interesting. I kind of like it uh, in a way, unless my team's trying to kick them. So uh, the Steelers will be at New England next Sunday. How about that to start the season? They go at Cincinnati, then they go at New England. And then the uh, Bengals will be at Dallas on Sunday. And I guess it'll be uh, Cooper Rush or not. But here's the thing. This is not only a loss for the Bengals. It's an AFC loss and obviously a divisional loss as well. But this is, uh, once again, Mike Tomlin, my favorite guy. I mean, if you look at the stats, there was not a lot that jumped out at you. You know, we were talking about how Pickens might be, the, the rookie might be the number one uh, receiver, and it was Fryermuth, <laughs> the tight end, who ended up the leading receiver for uh, Pittsburgh. Najee Harris was a little banged up, had only 23 yards on the ground, and uh, yeah, they still got it done against the defending AFC champs. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back and we'll talk a little bit about a documentary with Matt Dias.
Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. We're waiting on our guest, and uh, when we get him, we will uh, put him <clears throat> on the air. He's wrapping up a uh, interview. 
doing the old <clears throat> junket full of junk. I saw, you know, it's funny with people getting fired up for the Raiders yesterday. I was looking like a dork at some of these tweets, you know, and most of them are just like people like showing off their horrifying tattoos and things and guns and knives. And one of them said, hey, I'm flying down to L.A. from the Bay Area. It's all Raider fans. I only saw one Charger fan. We're going to own this place. And I feel like saying, hey, moron, you're coming down from the Bay Area and there are more Raider fans than Charger fans? <laughs> I can't believe it. <clears throat> That's astounding. I just I just think about like going to um, – I mean, that, that it's kind of fun to follow the team on the road. Uh, you know, I'm never going to besmirch that. Following the team at home and getting on a plane is what bugs me. <clears throat> you know, if you say, oh, the Raiders are in Seattle or L.A., you know, San Francisco, Santa Clara, what have you. It's like, oh, let's go check them out. But when you have to get on a plane to go to a home game, that's okay if you were a fan growing up in Utah or Oklahoma or South Dakota or something. But when you're a fan and then they move the team way down there and it's like, eh, it's not the same. <clears throat> it's just not as fun. Some people pretend they're not a fan anymore and they still love them and talk about them. Some people pretend they didn't see one play and they watched the whole game. Just saying, you know who you are. <laughs> Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. I just, you know, I, when you're put to the test as I was as an 18 year old, when they moved to LA for 13 years, uh, you just, I can't root for a different helmet, different team. There's no way it's too late. But one thing <clears throat> that I was reminded of yesterday is I'm getting ready for kickoff at 125. and the Steelers and the Bengals are in overtime all the way to the end. And I forgot that we're not in Raider territory anymore as far as the networks are concerned. And that is, if you're in that zone, they go straight to kickoff, screw the game you were watching. But it reminded me all through high school and college, basically, and beyond, a promotional fee was paid for by United. Anheuser-Busch, Coors Light, Wolf, Charmin, don't squeeze it. All that stuff, and you realize, wow, that's uh, pretty horrifying. Missed the entire first quarter. All right. We're very happy now to uh, be joined by our guest, Matt Dias. He has a brand-new documentary called Explorer, which is available on digital and on-demand uh, right now. And uh, it's about uh, Ranulf Fine's survival, uh, survivor rebel icon, uh, Matt, welcome to the show. And uh, I did a little research on this guy, and uh, he is definitely worthy of a documentary. When did you get the idea to make it? Um, well, it's pretty, like, like all these things, it takes ages, doesn't it? But I think um, we, uh, before I met him, I'd heard how he used to um, drive up to London so that the Royal Geographical Society, which is kind of like your Explorers Club in New York, um, and uh, he he would come and behind the Royal Albert Hall, you know, where they do all the opera house stuff and opera singing. And he would put his car there, fold down the seats, go to sleep, wake up in the morning, go to the RGS, have a shower, pitch some crazy idea for an expedition. And, and that was his life. And this idea of the world's greatest living explorer 
as he became known, and then the man who sleeps in his car was such an interesting sort of compelling <laughs> contradiction to sort of explore and get get under the skin of that. So that was where it started. So I knew from that moment that it was going to be interesting. And then once I got to know him as a just as a guy and as a friend, then it, it becomes even more interesting. It's the rabbit hole that takes you down. So this idea of Mondeo Man, Ford Mondeo is like a British sort of suburban estate car and world's greatest living explorer. That was what hooked me in. And then um, obviously you sort of land on this treasure trove of archive and that, that then the story sort of starts snowballing. Sir Ranulph Twizzleton Wickham finds third baronet OBE, fantastic title. But let's talk about not just his military service, but the first person to go to the North Pole and the South Pole by surface means and then completely cross Antarctica on foot. When, um, by the way, at the age of 65, he summited Mount Everest as an O, by the way, as you do. But talk about the uh, the footage. How did you get a hold of it? And was a lot of times was he shooting himself with the video? Yeah, I mean, we so the, the BFI, the British Film Institute, they they he'd sort of given a lot of his stuff to them. It, it, a few sort of various hilarious kind of things happened with Ran. Like he came in one day with a cardboard box just full of stuff. Some of it was total crap, you know, like bits of things he'd recorded off the telly on, on VHS. But then also in the box was amazing, like pristine film cans of 60 millimeter film of these extraordinary expeditions and he just sort of go here you go Matt you know have a look through this see see if there's anything in there and so a lot of that film stuff then went to the BFI and British Film Institute who held quite a lot of stuff anyway so we, we had the usual amount of stuff but then what was really kind of exciting was getting little home video bits and stuff you know that mates friends of his had kept you know in their loft in their attic and stuff that then added another layer and suddenly you sort of end up with this text quite textured sort of depth of material and and to be honest with you he also he, he didn't admit it to me to begin with he would say like i don't know how do I, you know i don't know about these cameras you know that's over to you but he shot so much stuff himself on a bolex camera and stuff back in the day when he was in amman out in the desert and he shot this beautiful stuff all sort of backlit soldiers on top of sand dunes and you know so he had an eye himself so i think it was it's kind of it was a combination of his stuff that he thought was rubbish that was amazing at home videos from his friends like christmas pudding and you know silly traditions like that and then also this amazing of the expeditions themselves um which obviously is a huge part of who he is and what makes him extraordinary so yeah a combination of all those little bits woven together somehow um after yeah it becomes clear how to do that after a while <laughs> right and you think about his youth his father died before he was born lieutenant colonel in world war ii of a landmine he inherited his father's baronetcy but then his mother moved the family when he was a young kid to south africa coming back going to eton and then going to uh, the officers candidate school in uh, in aldershot how did that sort of shape his uh, wanderlust, so to speak? It, it was huge. I mean, everyone wants to know why, why did you do it sort of thing. And it's a, so did I, and so do I, and still do sometimes, you know, but that's a, that's a big question. I mean, I think dad was really important. You know, the facts, as you say, facts is his dad passed away just before he was born. But I think you, can, you can't underestimate the role of his sisters and being raised by women. We had a really interesting chat about kind of being tough and toughness and what that was. Um, and, you know, that was when he sort of remembered how important, because all the stories of dad, of course, came from mum. So that, you know, there's a sort of interesting 
side to that whole picture too about how what drives him. I think he was driven by wanting to be like his dad, but then Ginny came along and sort of had this sort of raw Olympic sort of athlete that was just wanting to go and do things and challenge himself. And she could sort of harness him and direct him um, towards things. And so that was the partnership that I think evolved there. Again, you know, you know, the woman in his life when he was younger and then the woman who came along to be the love of his life, sort of driving him and harnessing this sort of bolt of lightning in a certain direction um, was, was, was clear to me at least that that was kind of key. So lots of things drove him, I think, but that was definitely a formative stage, you know, um, fathers and, and parents and, and the military in the world of the military. And I think uh, the Amman thing, I was really kind of happy with that sequence, that part of the film, the, the Amman bit, because he'd gone kind of off the rails, if you like, at that point, like he'd been thrown out of the SAS, Special Air Service, for trying to blow up a film set. Um, and, then, and, then, and then sort of, and then ends up, and that's obviously, and, and you know, it's funny, and he tells us it's a funny story now, but it was, would have been awful at the time. That was his one thing he wanted to do. And, but actually it sent him on this completely different track because he went then to, to, to be a soldier uh, in Amman. And, that was the, that was the job that no one wanted, and yet it taught him so much about himself. I think you know he told me that it did. Um, so again, you know what it's like. Life just sort of takes you in these odd directions. But that so that military thing, that, that military sort of kernel, that that thing was then harnessed in different ways by accidents, mistakes, film set explosions or attempted explosions, wives, partners, sisters. You know, it all channeled him somehow. I, you know, we're running out of time here, but I was just looking at some of the things he attempted. And one thing he did with some other SAS buddies, which has never been attempted before or since, was to go on the Earth's uh, axis uh, <laughs> and try to do that, uh, to take uh, the the, uh, the polar axis on ground and, and water. Was that something that, that got done? What, did he accomplish it? Yeah, yeah, did yeah, they did. They went all the way around. Um and, and that was again, Ginny drew that on her. So they used to date each other when they were kids, you know, childhood sweethearts. And she kept her globe from school a little and she drew on in pen on red marker, and it's in the film, with a little pen where she wanted where she where she thought they should go as a line around this globe. And it's now in a museum because it's such an interesting artifact. But that was it. So they had this crazy idea and they achieved it. Um they went all the way around and it's no one's I think and no one's done it since him him and and Charlie Burton did that trip together yeah extraordinary it is extraordinary and then last question for you what is the one thing once you got to know him that you thought truth was stranger than fiction where you said you're lying that didn't really happen did it <laughs> just to be honest with you it's just every every moment being with him in the in the present it sort of surprises you you know <laughs> just, we came in we we did an interview the other day and oh, just recently and he, he came in with a huge black eye and it wasn't from some expedition it was just because he pulled the window open in the hotel and hit him in the face and, and you sort <laughs> of he's just this there's an eccentricity there that i think is wonderful and keeps you guessing all the time so no one thing as much as there are incredible things i think it's i think i was surprised by his tenderness and gentleness at the end of the day would be what well, I guess I would say um, mm -hmm. when you come at it from seeing the sort of stern, chisel-jawed explorer type. And then you learn that behind that is just a sort of just a guy like all of us trying to to get by in the world and make friends and be loved. Yeah. Yeah. And finally, Bear Grylls is in this and King Charles before uh, when he was still Prince of Wales, he's in this too. Huh? 
Yeah, we got in there just in time, didn't we? <laughs> Probably never would have done it. <laughs> no, but yeah, no, um, yeah, they're they're, um, they're they're clearly um, King Charles. You should say now, of course. God, I don't know how quite how to do that correctly, but um, right. yeah, the um, no, he and when I chatted to him, there was definite. You know, it wasn't just a thing where someone was just paying lip service. It was he genuinely knew Ran and Ginny and knew what they were like and had a little, you know, he had a little smile on his face. I could tell um, when he was talking about Ran because that's what Ran does to you. He just gives you this sort of um, British eccentricity, which I think uh, Charles was a huge fan of. Yeah. Fascinating film, fascinating man, explorer, Randall Fiennes, survivor, rebel, icon, available on digital and on demand. Now we've been speaking with the director, Matt Dias. Matt, congratulations on the film and thanks for stopping by. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Really nice to talk to you. Thanks. All right. Good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Byline. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access. No cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text FRANCHISE123 to 63566. Text FRANCHISE123 to 63566. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket 
The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Tittle is a majestic stallion. All right, a couple minutes left in the show. Um, we were on the air with this show when Queen Elizabeth uh, passed away. At least that's when the news came out. And one thing I did get right, everything else I get wrong, is I thought it's going to be Charles the Third, right? Because you think about Charles the Second, the Merry Monarch. I couldn't think of another Charles after him, even though he had like twelve illegitimate kids. He never left a uh, an heir, legitimate heir, so his brother James took over after he died. But this was the guy who was through the Reformation, one side or the other, exiled in France, exiled in Holland, um, two civil wars, uh, Scottish-Anglo war, finally comes back for the Restoration, and then they have the plague. So he leaves, he comes back in 1666. Then they have the London Fire. And (laughs) yes, let's just say a tumultuous reign. Um, But if you ever go to the Royal Hospital in Chelsea, there's a gold statue of him wearing a like Roman laurel. It's very interesting, but I couldn't think of another Charles after that. So yes, we have King Charles III now. I'm sure you're all wondering that. We'll have a, uh, another hour to talk some sports. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Radio News with Tim Berg. Large investment firm JP Morgan says they believe inflation has peaked. In a note to clients, JP Morgan noting further confirmation of a peak is expected to go forward along with a drop. The firm citing a downward trend in gas prices over the summer. This as a growing number of banks are offering first-time home buyers mortgages without large down payments. This comes as mortgage rates hit new highs. However, some critics argue the programs could backfire, similar to what happened during the home foreclosure crisis in the mid-2000s. 
Well-wishers are paying their respects to Queen Elizabeth in Scotland today. Thousands of people followed a procession led by King Charles III to a cathedral in Edinburgh where a service took place. The public can say their goodbyes to the late Queen for 24 hours before she's finally laid to rest in London. Texas Republican Governor Greg Abbott is continuing to bus illegal immigrants to sanctuary cities such as Chicago, New York City, and Washington, D.C. Some of the migrants being bused from Texas to Chicago are being housed in a hotel in an Illinois suburb. Mayor of Burr Ridge, Illinois, Gary Grasso, telling Fox News he was told this would not happen. They are not the problem. They are, they are behaved. There's no issue with them at all. Um, uh, they're looking for school opportunities. We're inquiring as to whether or not they can be employed by our local businesses, uh, if that's an option. We don't even know, frankly, how long they're going to stay. In a statement, the governor's office claims that the hotel had a prior relationship with Illinois to welcome refugees and asylum seekers. Week one of the NFL season wraps up with the Seattle Seahawks hosting the Denver Broncos. Kickoff set for just after 8.15 p.m. Eastern Time. This is USA Radio News. Paid for by GovMint.com. Have you heard? The United States Mint has issued the Morgan Silver Dollar for the first time in 100 years. Not only that, but they are also minted in 99.9% .9 pure silver for the first time ever in history. Coin experts are calling this an amazing opportunity for anyone that knows the enduring popularity of Morgans. But you must hurry. Only 175,000 legal tender silver dollars were issued. These Morgan Silver Dollars are brand new, bright and shiny legal tender coins minted by the iconic Philadelphia Mint. Just call one 1 888-7630 and you are guaranteed a new 99.9% .9 pure silver Morgan dollar. The first time in history this has happened. But with limited quantities, you must call now to order. To learn more, call 1-800-888-7630. If you order now, you will receive a free collector bonus, a $25 value free with every order. Call 1-800-888-7630 now to secure your new Morgan silver dollars before they are gone. That's 1-800-888-7630. A wildfire in Southern California could be contained Monday. Crews nearly reached the halfway point Sunday thanks to moisture from the remnants of Tropical Storm K. Flames have torn through nearly 20,000 acres near Hema, California, causing two deaths and destroying 17 structures. The San Bernardino National Forest remains shut down. Meanwhile, a wildfire in Northern Oregon has crews working really hard. The Cedar Creek Fire, a wildfire raging south of Portland, Oregon, grew to nearly 86,000 acres on Sunday, threatening 2,230 homes and hundreds of commercial structures. The Oregon State Fire Marshal said the fire breached existing fire lines and is now 0% contained. Damon Schultz, Operations Planning Section Chief. And there's some structures down here on the south side of 58 that we're going to be doing the same thing. Assessing, uh, we're going to be doing some clearing just so we can get into those structures a little faster if we need to. Lance Pry reporting from the USA Radio News West Coast News Bureau. Arizona Trump-backed gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake is poised to have the debate stage all to herself after her Democratic opponent refused to accept the format. Katie Hobbs, Arizona's Secretary of State, announced Sunday she would not show up for the October 12th debate. Hobbs saying she would rather have two separate 30-minute interviews as opposed to a direct face-off. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. My heart was racing just making spaghetti. I could have waited to tell my doctor, but I didn't wait. I was short of breath just reading a book. I could have delayed telling my doctor, but I didn't wait. 
They told their doctors and found out they have atrial fibrillation, a condition which makes it about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you have one or more of these symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, this is no time to wait. Contact your doctor. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national healthcare alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. We got another hour with you. Rick Tittle, 1-800-878-PLAY. J.D. Sharp's going to join us here on the other side. Talk a little MLB and uh, NFL. And then Jeremy Alder, Raleigh Goodnights, <clears throat> will join us. Yes, Dave Stewart had his number retired, <coughs> excuse me, even though it was already retired at the Coliseum. Um, the way the A's have their jersey retirements, it used to be that you had to get in the Hall of Fame. And I thought that was a stupid way to let baseball writers from around the country pick whose number gets retired. It's really stupid. But <laughs> uh, so Raleigh Fingers 34 was retired and then here's Stu wearing it uh, during his career, of course, uh it, it didn't make a lot of sense, and it was, of course, Raleigh was retired after, but I just remember when it was retired, I'm like, that's Dave Stewart's number, and I don't know. It was just kind of weird. So now it's been retired twice. Got it. But last year, Dave Stewart actually tweeted out, I have no idea what's going on. I heard they retire my jersey, and then I never heard another word. And it got very public, and it was very embarrassing for the A's. Surprise, surprise. And so the ace said, yes, we'll retire it. And then Dave Stewart said, when? And they're like, uh, well, they waited till almost the end of the season. They had to fly some people out, uh, obviously. But I'm glad he had it. I mean, this guy, St. Elizabeth's High School, high school I played baseball against and basketball. They didn't have a football team then. And the school where my uncle went to high school, my dad went to Fremont High, um, uh, in Oakland, they didn't have St. Elizabeth back then, but he's just Oakland through and through. 
And uh, he stayed in the community, stayed very active in the community. He's had a different career as a pitching coach, as an executive, as an agent. He's basically done it all, and now he's a television guy. But uh, we love Stu uh, in Oakland and uh, very much deserves it. Brought some of the greatest uh, memories ever for any pitcher that wore that uniform. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Byland. Progressive presents Forced Metaphors, about bundling your home auto and other vehicles. Any sports fan knows defense wins championships. Your championship is your boat, motorcycle, RV, or ATV. And your best defense is the -the round-the-clock protection offered by Progressive, which is like having a goalie, a 7-foot shot-blocking specialist, and a linebacker all wrapped into one. Which, to circle back, means you're going to win the championship. Because, you know, defense. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call you'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us? We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332. That's 800-738-5332. If you have a small business, Staples has your sign. Banners for my bakery? Staples has your sign. Oh, posters for my new pet store. Floor decals for a pharmacy. Every day, Staples Associates help every kind of small business create bold signs to make big impressions. And now get $10 off custom signs, banners, and posters when you spend $50 or more. This is your sign. So print it big at Staples. Ends 10-1. Visit staplesconnect.com slash thisisyoursign for details. Right now, sports betting is the fastest growing industry in the world. To consistently cash tickets at the sports books, it's best to be armed with the right plays from the best sports bettors in the business. That's what you'll get at AgainstTheNumber.com. At AgainstTheNumber.com, you'll get specialists with decades of experience betting multiple sports at a high level and many sports-specific packages from the NFL to college basketball to cricket to soccer to the European tour that gives you a consistent edge on the sports book. For a highly skilled, reasonably priced team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the books at their own game. Visit AgainstTheNumber.com. That's AgainstTheNumber.com. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius.
All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. And uh, we we're trying to get our guest on the air. And then when we do, we'll put him on the air. <laughs> That's what we'll do. I thought it was uh, pretty interesting. The Dodgers last night tweeted out that they clinched a playoff spot. And today MLB uh, jumped all over it and said they're wrong. MLB said <clears throat> that the Dodgers failed to account for a potential scenario in which the Padres overtake L.A. for the NL West title and the Dodgers finish in a three-way tie at 96 and 66 with the Brewers and St. Louis Cardinals. Milwaukee would win the NL Central in that scenario, while St. Louis would win the wildcard tiebreaker with Los Angeles based on head-to-head -head results. And... Um, that would mean that the Dodgers would have to lose every game the rest of the season. <laughs> but Dave Roberts was told, you know, hey, we're in. And last night he said, it's a big accomplishment for me. It's just making sure guys appreciate that it's not a rite of passage to get into the postseason every year. And there's still a lot of work to be done. I feel like our best baseball is yet to be played and continued to stay focused. So... <clears throat> Very interesting that uh, MLB jumped all over that. You might lose every game. All right. It is time to go to one of our friends at againstthenumber.com, and they are a highly skilled team of premium sports handicappers focused on one thing and one thing only, beating the sports books at their own game. They cover every sport worldwide, from the NFL to college basketball to soccer to cricket to tennis to European hockey, and all of them are proven winners. They offer full season, end of current season, one month, one week, one day, and one year specialist specific packages. Their prices are reasonable, their tracking and distribution process is simple, and their results are real. Joining us is J.D. Sharp. J.D., welcome to the show. I know we'll talk a little baseball and try and get a little uh, uh, football in uh, as well. But uh, your thoughts uh, over the weekend, anything that uh, really jumped out at you outside of, you know, pool holes getting to 697, uh, where, where are we right now with the season as we get down to the nitty gritty? Well, we're like, what, there's 25 games left, I believe. Maybe some teams have 23. Uh, what jumped out to me was the Dodgers, yet again, were a very short favorite on the road and just demolish their opponent. They beat the Padres 8-4, to and then they beat the Padres 11-2. to Trey Turner's got 20 bombs now. I think he's actually going to hit 100 RBIs for the first time in his career. If Goldschmidt wasn't having such an epic season, Turner would have a real shot of taking home the MVP. Also, i I, I got to take a look at Michael Harris, a junior, for the Braves. He had two bombs this weekend. One was maybe like 440 feet. It was just huge. And he's not a big guy. He's like six foot, 180 pounds. But he's got 18 home runs, 56 RBIs. He's been stealing some bases as well. He's been an extremely – and it's kind of interesting how the Dodgers and, and really now the Braves are kind of those teams where every prospect they have just seems to blow up at the major league level. You know, you look at uh, Gavin Lux, Max Muncy, Walker Bueller, Dustin May, uh, but, but then on the Braves, Austin Riley, Spencer Strider, Michael Harris. It just goes on and on and on. So there seems to be kind of a – so there's obviously a major advantage that the Dodgers and the Braves and really even the Cardinals have from a, from a developmental standpoint where the players that they develop and they bring up, or even Hunter Brown for the Astros, another guy. The Astros, everyone they bring up, whether it's you know, uh, your kitty 
or a Jordan Alvarez or Bregman, obviously. These guys just seem, or Jeremy Pena, they just seem to play really well once they get in the pros, whether they're a second-round pick or a number one pick or a 15th-round pick. It doesn't make a difference. So you're, you're seeing the, the best teams in baseball from a player development perspective they are they're going to keep winning world series because they they just the players that they bring up are ready to go and and ready to to compete at the highest level in major league baseball yeah it's interesting you bring up muncie i remember fan fest for the a's and what was he i got the third round pick out of baylor and he made the team and and i was interviewing him in front of a huge crowd at the coliseum and he was a nervous wreck and i told him don't worry about it he just was so shy and by the time the A's cut him, I was more than happy with that because he stunk. And now right. he's <laughs> completely turned his career around, obviously. All right, let's talk about some rules changes next year. The bases are going to be bigger. There's going to be a pitch clock that they've been using in the minors. Uh, and shifts are banned. They still can't do anything about the high amount of strikeouts. That's still going to be around. But your thoughts on those three things, bigger bases, pitch clock, no shifts. So it's easier to steal bases. It is the guys who can go opposite field, like a, like a Trey Turner, for example. Um, the, the guys that don't strike a lot, strike out a lot. The guys that are that, that are big contact hitters, uh, they've got a chance to hit 350 plus now. Like a Termar Johnson, we talked about him last time I was on the show. I think he's got a legit chance to be a, a career 330 to 350 and 370 hitter with with these new rule changes. You're, you're just going to see a lot of runs being scored. They want baseball to be exciting, uh, but but it's not going to be as many home runs. You're, it's going to be a lot more doubles, a lot more triples, a lot more singles. You're going to see a lot more errors as well because those fielders are not going to be used to the size of those bases. And you're probably going to see some injuries. I, I could see a second baseman who's covering on, on, on a double play where the shortstop throws him the ball. I could see a second baseman having that that bag be a little larger than usual. Maybe he, maybe he falls over and he hurts his ankle. I could see, I could see things like that taking place. Just, just little tiny things that the average person or that, that really the league's not thinking about because they're more worried about uh, just the league being more exciting or the game being more exciting. But I could see some, just some very, very interesting injuries for, you know, third baseman, second baseman, first baseman, and even shortstops, uh, possibly pitcher. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. It will definitely increase the average runs per game, but you know, i I'm a fan of defense. I'm a fan of, of outstanding pitching. I enjoy watching Dylan Cease just mow down his opponents. I enjoyed the same with Randy Johnson, Pedro Martinez, and, and Roger Clemens, by the way. I didn't even know that Roger Clemens wasn't in the Hall of Fame. What a joke is that? The guy won eight Cy Youngs. I can't believe it. But, um, yeah, it's, it, you're just going to see a lot more runs. And it, it's, it's a goal to make the game more exciting. But I think it's actually going to hurt the quality of the game. And it's probably going to cause a lot of just weird injuries. And then the thing about shifts, I mean, do you think that's fair one way or the other? Or, I mean, because some people really hate the shifts. I usually don't have a lot of sympathy for guys who hit into them because that yeah. means they can't go the other way. So what do you think? Right. Yeah, beat the shift. Get better. Adapt. Adapt or die is, is kind of my philosophy. That, that's directly from Moneyball, by the way. But, you know, if, if you can't beat the shift like Joey Gallo, for example, or, or an Adam Dunn, you should the game should not change just because you aren't good enough to, to beat the rule changes in the game and I think that no shift that you're getting you're, you're gonna see you're gonna see a lot of five six run innings even 10 run innings I mean a team like the Dodgers all those guys can kill the ball every single one of them can, can really hit the ball especially from a contact perspective you're gonna see pitchers 
that are going to be going. I mean, you're, you're, it'll be it'll be rare to have a, a six or seven inning outing for a pitcher because they're going to be 20, 30 pitches in an inning on a consistent basis, even the really, really good ones, which you don't see much of anymore. So I, I, I think it's, again, it, they're, they're trying to, to make the game more exciting and they're going to sacrifice a lot of the things that make the game great in order to do that. And that really is, is very reflective of, <laughs> of what's going on just in the world right now. Finally, let's shift to NFL Monday Night Football Broncos at Seahawks. Russell Wilson had a little video tribute to Sue Bird's last game in Seattle, and the crowd vociferously booed him. Probably a little uh, peek into uh, what's going to happen tonight at Lumen Field, even though he was there for a decade and brought them their only championship. Your thoughts, (laughs) Broncos at Seahawks? Well, first of all, Rick, I want to tell you this. Um, I don't just I don't just handicap baseball. Obviously, I handicap college basketball, but also I do both NFL and college football. And I've started the NFL season six and zero. I had Ooh. the under both sides last night. I had the Vikings. I had the Falcons. I had the over the Jags game, and then I had the first half under on the uh, the Bills Rams game on on Thursday. I like the over in this game. I, th- I think 44 is kind of a fraudulent line. I think both teams are, are gonna, kind of going to score at will. Also, the audience wants to see points scored. I'm, I'm not sold on Geno Smith, but I'm not sold on the Broncos' defense either. I am sold on Russell Wilson, regardless of the circumstances. And I think that you have to still respect Noah Fant, DK Metcalf, and Tyler Lockett uh, as targets for Smith to throw to. So I like the over in tonight's game. I think the whole game goes over first half full game. Um, as far as... I believe the Broncos probably win, but I would not be shocked at all to see the Seahawks cover, if not win the game outright. So we're looking at an NFC West, everybody starting off with a loss. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, think it's, I think it's very possible that, that, that that's the case. All right, there he is, J.D. Sharp. Check him out. He does it all. At AgainstTheNumber.com, J.D., thanks, man. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks a lot, Rick. Appreciate it. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back with some open lines at 1-800-878-PLAY. a book, you can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick and mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing don't wait another day take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print you've already written a book so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to dorns publishing and get your free guide to publishing call right now 800-485-6003 800-485-6003 that's 800-485-6003 Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? 
If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153 That's 800-943-2153 Are you saying that I put an abnormal brain into a seven and a half foot long 54 inch wide Gorilla! What? Is that what you're telling me? This is the only sports talk show that features a Rhodes Scholar, but he ain't here today. Now, back to Rick Tittle. Thank you for that. Coming up in the next segment, we'll have Jeremy Alder, comedian. He's at Goodnight's Comedy Club in Raleigh, North Carolina there. 1-800-878-PLAY if you'd like to get in. Looking at some of the other games we haven't discussed yet. One of the better games of the day was New Orleans versus Atlanta. And winning 27 to 26 did the Saints. They really did nothing the first three quarters. And then they really showed up in the fourth. Jameis Winston was just thrown for 56 yards until the fourth, but then caught fire and threw for over 200 yards in the fourth quarter. Led the Saints to a 47 yard drive to set up Will Lutz's uh, field goal, which won the game 51 yards. Michael Thomas. Came up big. But how about Jarvis Landry? Child, please. Remember that on Hard Knocks with the Browns? Child, please. Child, please. What's it mean? He goes, child, please can mean anything. 
114 yards, and then Taysom Hill with a 57-yard run and then another 11-yard touchdown run. The Falcons with Mariota, it wasn't quite the same, obviously, as blowing a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl. That's still hard to believe that that happened. It's just, even though I'm not a Falcons fan, it just hurts to see a team that wasteful. But they were leading by 16 in the fourth quarter. They had that one in the bag, they thought, but a defensive meltdown. And all three of the first offensive possessions, they let New Orleans score. And here's the thing. Cordero Patterson rushed for 120 yards. That's right, rushed, the kick returner. And Marcus Mariota ran for 72 on the ground, but he had a key fumble inside the Saints' 10-yard line, which really hurt. We already have our first tie. The whole thing about shortening overtime, that has backfired. From 15 to 10 minutes, it's really backfired because we have too many ties. Uh, But it has to feel like a loss for the Colts. They just made so many ugly, stupid plays. In the first half alone, the Colts drove inside Houston's 20 on two separate occasions and came away with nothing. One was a fourth and goal, and they uh, ended up with a Matt Ryan interception. He did have his bright spots, but he made some mistakes. He lost a fumble on a snap. Jonathan Taylor led the NFL in rushing last year, had 161. Michael Pittman had 121 receiving through the air, and they had a chance to uh, win it. Uh, and they had Rodrigo Blankenship miss a 42-yard field goal in overtime. The Colts have lost nine straight openers. Nobody has a longer streak. The Texans nearly played perfect football for three quarters, and Davis Mills threw for 240 yards and two touchdowns. O.J. Howard, who they just signed, looked really good. Uh, as well. But yeah, 20 to 20 tie snoozer. Baltimore over the Jets. No surprise there. Lamar Jackson doesn't have a contract and he's not bothered by it. He didn't show it on the field anyway at all. Threw three touchdowns uh, in the game. Um, the Ravens weren't great because they had a non-existent ground game, but Rashad Bateman and Devon du- DuVernay uh, we're doing well through the air. But if this Jets team is supposed to be better than the one they fielded last season, they didn't show it. The offense was ugly. Their first four possessions, uh, four punts, then they missed a field goal, and then their sixth possession, Flacco threw an interception. Revenge against his old team? Well, he threw for over 300 yards, but didn't matter. 24-9 Baltimore. Washington, another exciting game. 28-22 over uh, Jacksonville. And remember, under Urban Meyer, the Jaguars made a lot of ugly mistakes, and Doug Peterson hasn't cleaned up everything just yet. They did look improved, but still, <clears throat> Travis Etienne, uh, a pass on fourth and goal, dropped. Riley Patterson missed a 37-yard Field goal, Trevor Lawrence, horrifying interception with a minute left that stealed the loss. Um, but Christian Kirk and James Robinson both had good games, especially, I think, coming back from his torn Achilles. But the Commanders, they traded for Carson Wentz. They thought he could win them some games. 
and it's Wentz we're talking about, so there's going to be some drama. He's like the closer who will load the bases before getting the save, right? <laughs> and after throwing away the game on an interception in the fourth quarter, we thought anyway, he went on to throw two more touchdown passes through four on the day, and we don't know if this Wentz gamble will play off a payoff, but it did yesterday. Uh, Cleveland over Carolina, another exciting game. The Browns got the win over Baker Mayfield. Jacoby Brissett proved that he could be a manager of the game. He's got two stud running backs in Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. They combined for over 200 yards and two touchdowns. And uh, a tip of the hat to the rookie, Cade York, who hit all four of his field goals, including a 58-yard game winner. That is a not, that's not an easy field goal. But uh, the Panthers looked like they were on the verge of disaster. The Cleveland had a 10-point lead, and Baker Mayfield could get nothing going, but they really rebound in the second half, but it wasn't enough. Uh, Philadelphia over Detroit, another close game, 38-35. And the offense looked very explosive thanks to A.J. Brown and his dominance of that Lions uh, secretary, uh, secondary, 155 yards receiving. That is the franchise record for receiving yards in a debut by a non-rookie. How's that for a stat? Jalen Hurts had no choice but to target Brown, who lived up to his always-open moniker. Um, the Eagles scored 38 points, tallied 455 yards, but no catches for Devontae Smith or Quez Watkins. Uh, the Lions, probably better than you think they are. Amon Ross St. Brown kept his five Game streak of getting at least eight receptions and a touchdown going. DeAndre Swift still looks like a guy who could maybe be in the 1,000-1,000 club. Uh, the Lions didn't relent. They were down 31-14. They kept going. They got it to 38-35. But every time they thought they had Jalen Hurts, he would run for a first down. Miami over New England. We talked about that. <clears throat> Tua now 4-0 against Bill Belichick. The start of the Mike McDaniel era. Uh, Kansas City over Arizona, 44-21. to Do they need Tyreek Hill? Apparently not. Patrick Mahomes, five touchdown passes. The Cardinals, I don't know how harsh to be on him, but Kyler Murray didn't throw an interception. He didn't have a terrible day. He just didn't have a wow day. And they need to get DeAndre Hopkins back, but they won't get him till week seven. And then one of the biggest shocker was the Giants beating the Titans 21-20. Brian Dable would be NFL head coach of the year if they had the vote now. And with 70 seconds left to play, a gamble that paid off big to Saquon Barkley, who pounded the ball in for the game-winning points there. And it was fitting that Barkley got that two-point conversion because he basically carried the Giants to victory, rejuvenated 194 yards and a TD. All Daniel Jones did would get sacked in the first half. But the Titans playoffs was a disaster last year. Remember those stupid picks Tannehill threw against the Bengals, even though they were in Memphis or Nashville, wherever the hell they play. And their season has started off just as bad. Randy Bullock missed a field goal on the final play of the game. It was an epic letdown for them. And Minnesota destroyed Green Bay 27-3. to I called this game. Uh, I don't know. Who's Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball to? A.J. Dillon? Bueller? Zadarius Smith wanted revenge, and he got it. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll talk a little comedy on the other side. Come on back on SportsBot. Who's watching? 
You can't get much for five bucks these days, unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 biggie bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT, plus four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink, all for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price and participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. This is a true, sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Hi, Tom Bodette for Motel 6, leaving the light on for kids in the back seat. Instead of playing Blast the Candy Clash or whatever on your phone, try looking out the window for a change and playing I Spy a Trucker. When you see one, pump your arm as a way of saying thanks for all they do. They'll give you a horn blast so loud you'll forget there's no cell service in the middle of Nebraska. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore.
Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Yeah, I think a lot of dumb stuff. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you nationally syndicated and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Uh, we love the comedians. It's great to have Jeremy Alder back on the show. He is going to be at Good Night's Comedy Club there in Raleigh on Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. Get your tickets at goodnightscomedy.com. Jeremy, it's good to have you on. It's been a while. And just wondering, during the pandemic, if you did Zoom shows or you learned the mandolin or you gained 50 pounds, what did you do? <laughs> well, Rick, thank you for having me on uh, on the show. I'm really excited. Uh, short-time listener, first-time caller. How about the Cowboys? <laughs> um, I uh, What did I do? Man, I took care of kids. I was at home with ooh, four kids during the pandemic. So I took up running uh, as a way to get out of the house mm-hmm. and uh, get as far away as I could uh, for at least a little bit of the time each day. Um, I tried Zoom shows. I think I did two of them. And then I was like, I think I'd rather quit comedy. So <laughs> I actually took up running, too. It's funny you say that. Um, when you uh, – I was just looking at your uh, Twitter, at Jeremy Alder, and it would be an exaggeration to call you a queen hater, but you're not super sympathetic, are you? Well, dude, I'm an American. Why would I be? Didn't we fight a war about this a long time ago? I remember reading something about that. I don't know. What is what is going on with all the queen love mm-hmm. in America? I don't, I don't get it. Uh, it's a weird thing when you think about how even if we're not of English heritage, we always just kind of look at them as our mom and our dad, kind of like Mexico does with Spain. I don't know. It's just weird because, you know, it's in our constitution that we can have no royal titles in this country because we're trying to avoid all that. Yeah, I I seriously, uh, I don't get it. I mean, it's some kind of weird celebrity thing, but um, I don't know. I kind of feel like, you know, uh, if... Uh, if they had won, then, uh, you know, I'd be right there <laughs> in the royal procession, but they didn't. So, you know, I don't know. I, I kind of feel it's like flying the Confederate flag at this point. I'm like, nah, it's done. Moving on. Come on. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. I remember, uh, you know, growing up 18, 19, 20, I was, had this rail pass and I'd be going around Europe and <clears> – <throat> You know, I try not to be an ugly American. I try not to wear Bermuda shorts and a 10-gallon hat, right? I try to assimilate. And one time I, I couldn't help it anymore because I was on a train and this old lady was talking about how much it sucks that there are American troops in Germany. And I said, yeah, yeah, you know. And she's like, yeah, they suck. And I'm like, yeah, it's too bad. She goes, no, they really suck. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And she goes, no, they suck hard. And I go, well, look, you guys started the damn war. What do you want? <laughs> can only go so far before we break, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. They don't want to deal with us again. <laughs> they don't want no part. <laughs> because you and I, we were really up there in the front lines. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely, dude. And we will be again. Come That's try right. us, right. England. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, when you talk about having the kids at home, that's something that, can I say, that maybe you're more acclimated to as a homeschool guy? Yes. Uh, yes and no. I mean, I was used to being at home with my mom, homeschooling me and my siblings. I was not used to being at home 
with my own kids. Uh, I do not homeschool my own kids. Uh, I did not want to put them through that. So um, I also didn't want to put myself through that. I don't know how my mom did it. She homeschooled me and my three siblings um, pretty much all the way through from kindergarten to graduation. So, uh, yeah, uh, being at home with my own kids uh, was not something I was acclimated to, and I don't, I never want to do it again. Um, not not that intensely uh, for that long, anyway. Um, it was just like a summer vacation that just did not end. It just kept <laughs> going and going and going. Um, so... Uh, I'm glad it's over. I'm glad things are opening back up. They just started back to school uh, last week. So huge sigh of relief around here. A couple more questions for Jeremy Alder, headlining Raleigh Goodnights on uh, Wednesday. Isn't it kind of weird that when we hear homeschooling, we don't think, oh, how warm and fuzzy that is, and you're not being inculcated by the same stupid textbooks, and you're going to get a more loving approach that no one thinks that. They just think, wow, what a bunch of Amish freaks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, you know, they're not too far off. Uh, We were definitely on the um, Amish freak side of the spectrum, I think. Uh, We weren't weren't Amish, but I did grow up uh, on a, uh, a kind of homestead, in Texas, you know, we had we had the farm animals and, you know, grew our own vegetables and didn't have a TV and didn't have the Internet. So it was a pretty weird – I was one of those – when you think weird homeschool kid, uh, that was me. Where were you sure. in Texas? Uh, San Antonio. Oh, okay. Born and raised so in you San were, Antonio. It's not like you were in the middle of nowhere then. No, well, we were, I should say, we were on the outskirts of San Antonio, um, big city. We were um, technically in San Antonio, but yeah, towards Bernie, actually. Yep. Um, And so, you know, we had some some acreage. They were not, I mean, we had, uh, I guess, kind of a neighborhood. I had a few friends um, that lived nearby. They all went to to public school. Um, But for the most part, at least during the day, uh, pretty isolated, um, just me and my siblings and the animals. Was it, was it a decision, sorry to belabor this, but was it a decision where your parents didn't like the public school? They didn't want you to be taught by the man or they just, uh, thought that you'd get a better, better education. Do you know what the decision was? Yeah, no, it was definitely, uh, the former. It was, we don't want to send them to public school. We don't want them taught by the man uh, or the devil. And uh... <laughs> I think I had a, a econ class with Satan, but I flunked. <laughs> well, I think he's running the economy right now, so um, <laughs> should have paid attention. <laughs> uh, too funny. So um, as a guy who came from that back, I just love comedians because they come from every background, every gender, ethnicity, whatever, rich, poor. When did you find out? Because we all think we're hella funny when we're kids and we kind of are. So when did you realize that, oh, I can be funny as an adult and make money? That came later. Um, I mean, I... Uh, I've been a lot of things before I started comedy, um, including a, a preacher, um, and it, kind of my first experience kind of telling jokes on stage was was as a preacher. Um, but out outside of that, 
Um, I mean, I knew I knew I could be funny, uh, or at least ex- <laughs> I was very sarcastic as a kid growing up. And some of my uh, best friends when I was 16 actually had an intervention with me uh, and told me that I was being too sarcastic too much of the time, and I needed to knock it off. So I was like, well, that's clearly a, a gift that I have. Now I just need to figure out how to channel it in a way that people like. So um, I knew there was something there. But um, as far as doing uh, comedy as a career, um, it was really after I I stopped preaching. Um, and I was like, I want to do something uh, a little more. It gives me a little more freedom to, to say the things that I want to say. And, uh, you know, like anybody else, I started out just going to open mics and um, getting laughs there. And I was like, well, I'll build on this. And uh, seven years later, here I am recording my my first uh, comedy album, uh, A Good Night's Comedy. Yeah, that's fantastic. And, you know, Sam Kennison, obviously, who I got to see back in the day, he was a former evangelist preacher, like marching up yeah. and down on the stage. It's and it teaches you to perform, so to speak, doesn't it? <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, it certainly can, um, it, definitely. I mean, I think anytime you're on stage, whether you're preaching or teaching or, or even doing a radio show, you're like, you're you're learning to, you know, perform. So I do think it gave me uh, a leg up because I was more comfortable uh, already being in front of people and, and talking uh, on stage. And I mean, my preaching style lent itself towards um, being funny and provocative and um, at times pissing people off. So um, I think it was a kind of a pretty natural transition for me into comedy. If I give you a choice between, I never asked anybody this, I'll give you a choice between Psalm 139, 23 or 110, where are you going? I uh, was not expecting uh, uh, this question. Let me throw it back on you. Where are you going? I think I'll probably go 23. God, you are my shepherd. I lack nothing. <laughs> so things are going pretty well, huh? I call it the cocky psalm. <laughs> there are plenty of those. Uh, there are plenty of cocky psalms. There are plenty of mean psalms, uh, uh-huh. which are some of my favorite. The, uh, By the way, speaking of favorites, the, uh, finally, yeah. I've, I've had so many comedians in studio here over the years, and, and um, a guy my age, Tom Papa, he's such a nice guy. Did he kind of take you under his wing a little bit? He did. I worked with him um, uh, actually fairly recently. Um, he came through Good Nights, and what a great guy. Uh, super nice. They say never meet your heroes, but I love meeting Tom. Uh, he was super generous with his time and advice and uh um and of course killed it on stage all weekend super cool guy there he is jeremy alder you want to check him out the taping wednesday night good night's comedy club there in raleigh down tobacco road get your tickets at goodnightscomedy.com jeremy good stuff and uh, when you're in san francisco come on by and we'll discuss scripture (laughs) hell yeah man thanks rick (laughs) Wait, can you say hell yeah as an answer to that? I'm sorry. Heck yeah, man. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for coming on, Jeremy.
All right. Take care, Rick. Bye-bye. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Byline. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access. No cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text Franchise 123 to 63566. Text Franchise 123 to 63566. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. <laughs> Good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Del, why did you kiss my ear? Why are you holding my hand? Where's your other hand? Between two pillows. Those aren't pillows. Ah! 
Tittle ain't the man, but Rick Tittle know who the man is, and he slapped his white fanny. <laughs> All right, we got a couple minutes uh, left in the show, and um, an interesting story <clears throat> out of Miami, Dakota Moreland. No, about the uh, tailgate there. They had to call in the police department and the fire department in Miami because a lot of cars got set on fire and destroyed during uh, the Dolphins-Patriots game because the tailgate got out of hand. And what's interesting to me is that tailgates suck. (laughs) I've never liked them. I never will like them. I just, I've never understood the concept of hanging out and barbecuing and drinking drinks in a dirty parking lot. I just don't see the fun of it. Now, if you think about, no, you're gathering with your bud, you're getting fired up for the game. I'm like, okay, I guess. But for the most part, uh, every time I've gone, I remember my friends when they dragged me to these Niner games and they would say, I remember Monday Night Football, he's like, well, we got to leave at 9 a.m. I'm like, what? Yeah, we got to get set up. They'd have like Thanksgiving dinner in the parking lot, and then we would drink and drink. We're day drinking, so then we pass out. We wake up. The Niner team bus arrives. You know, <laughs> it's just how long till kickoff? Five and a half hours until kickoff. What are we supposed to do? And so I would drop by, especially when I was doing uh, covering the Raiders for years, as people would invite me to their tailgates, which is cool because you could get in and you could get out. But I just saw the hopeless misery of people sitting in those folding chairs in the cold. Once again, Rick Tittle, tailgate hater. I always knew Tittle was a hater. Hater. Bill, hater. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pack time. Hater. Hater. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.